Good morning, everybody. How are we all doing today? Welcome back to Cherry Points, the podcast. I know, back again. Um, on today's podcast, we are talking, what's your number? Not your bank number, although I would be interested in hearing that, but your sexual partner's number. Is 100 people too many? What is a good number? Is there a good number? Should we even go by numbers? Well, we're going to discuss all of that because I did something I never thought I would. Math. So on my last podcast, I was talking about some polls I had put up on Instagram and we were discussing, you know, dating trends. I was asking some questions, seeing how people felt about, you know, certain things to come up when you're dating. And one of the questions was, would a person's number of sexual partners influence your opinion on them, be it higher or lower? And I found this very interesting. If you missed that episode, it is still up on here and all my other social media, so you can check it out. But what I found interesting about doing all those polls, and in particularly this one question, is more women said yes, it would impact their opinion of someone if they had a high or really low number of sexual partners. Because usually we put those labels on men, like men are the ones who care about that kind of stuff. But actually, from my research, it's like it's pretty equal. So I decided to dive pretty deep with this one. That's what she said. I'm sorry, it's out of my system. We can move on. So like the way I approached this was I sat down and I was like, okay, what's like, what's a big number? Like, you know, what, what number if someone said, oh, hey, I slept with, you know, this many people, I'd go, oh, oh, okay. And I was like, 100, there, good, round, even number. So I was like, right, okay. Is 100 people a big number of sexual partners? And that's where I started. So I started with 100, you know, that's, that's my first number. So then I was like, okay, so how are we going to determine if this is a lot of people or not? So I was like, hmm, I should probably look up the average age people lose their virginity at. So how do you find out the average age of people losing their virginity? What's a girl to do but Google it herself? That's what she said. I'm sorry. That was the last one. I'm a grown up, honestly. But yes, I did just Google it. And as it turns out, the good people at Durex Condoms did most of the legwork for me. So in 2017, Durex did a study of what the average age in each country people lose their virginity at. And actually, the results were very varied and kind of interesting. I will post like the full list of countries and ages on my Instagram, but here's just a few like Malaysia, 23, India, 22.9, Singapore, 22.8, China, 22.1, the UK and USA are 18 and Ireland is 17. So like 
they're all in a pretty similar age bracket, really. I mean, even the highest are 23 in Malaysia. Like, that's still pretty close to 18 in the US and the UK. So, like, we're all, we're all within the same sort of ballpark, okay? Now, I will, like, just reiterate, this is a study from 2017. Um, maybe the numbers have kind of changed around a bit but this was the most recent study i found and the most comprehensive i.e the most countries i could find but for now this is what i'm working with okay and uh i'm kind of going to i'm only kind of taking uk us and ireland because that's the catchment i am in okay 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 so i have my numbers now we're gonna go with 100 sexual partners we're going to say loss of virginity was at 17 because that's the Irish one and I'm Irish and I'm living in Ireland. So that's the number I'm going with. And we're going to say you're 30 now. Okay. So lost virginity at 17, you are now 30. So that is 13 years of sexual activity. So my next step was then to come up with a mathematical equation to calculate your exact slutteriness or footboyeriness, whichever one of them you want to like use, it's fine with me. So I did. And my formula was basically number of sexual partners divided by your years of sexual activity. So like you can play along at home, it genuinely makes you feel like a nun. Right, so like, let's just get down to it, okay? Let's do some sexual math. Cue the Marvin Gaye. So we said lost virginity at 17 is now 30. So that is a span of 13 sexually active years. So we're going to divide 100, which is the big number, by the 13 active years. And you know what you get? You get 7.6. So that's basically seven people in a year. I know it's like 0.6, but like, let's say you just didn't finish. Breaking it down even more, that's like one person, like every two months. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I, like one person every two months and I'm a slut? No, no sir, that cannot be right. Like, how is one person every two months being a slut? Like, I don't get that. Like, no, no, no. But okay, okay. No, I know I'm going to hear a lot of this of, yeah, but like nobody, no, like nobody's always single. Like, surely like someone would have like a relation, like 13 years. Come on. Like, you know, okay. I hear you here. And I got some numbers for you. So, which like, okay valid point it would be a little bit weird that like you've never been in a relationship in the span of you know 13 years not uncommon but you know a little bit hmm. so like let's let's keep those 13 right and we're gonna half it let's say for six of those 13 sexual active years you were in a monogamous committed relationship like you could still sleep with 100 people pretty easily like you just have to sleep in the seven years of singleton singleton yeah no i can't say that word of being single you would only have to sleep with like two people a month 
That's two Tinder dates a month and you would still hit 100. So like, is 100 people really a, like air quotes promiscuous number? And like, I get it. If you're on a date and the person sat across from you says, I've slept with 100 people, you would kind of think, slut. But what if you were on a date with someone and you were sat across from them and they say, I only ever really go on a date maybe once or twice a month. Like, are you immediately going to go, oh, well, you're a slut. No, because they're not. Like 100 is not a big number. Let's be real. Like sleeping with one or two people a month is not promiscuous behavior. It's not slutty behavior. It's just being single for a while. Like, why should you vilify someone? Because they've been single a really long time. And is it really their fault if, you know, they're single or their number is high? Like, how many dates did they go on thinking it was going to go somewhere when really the other person just wanted to get sex out of them? Not that, like, you really need a reason like that. Like, in my book, it's have sex because you want to have sex. End of story. But, you know, for others... That can also be a factor. But like, okay, let's take what people describe as air quotes promiscuous or slutty fuckboyery behavior and say you sleep with someone every weekend. Every weekend you sleep with one person. That's only 4.5 people a month. That is 54 people out of 365 days. Like... Like, when you break it down, how can you say 100 people is a lot of sexual partners in, like, your years of sexual activity? And, like, the average, working out, that's probably more accurate. Like, you know, they, they didn't sleep with 100 people yesterday. And you know what? Even if they did, even if the day before they slept with 100 people, why does that one day of 100 people negate the years of celibacy beforehand? Like, what? Like, why? Why would that be the important day instead of the years of self-control and no sex? So let's talk about average numbers. These are like the average numbers that people like their partner to have and most have themselves okay so in 2017 uh, an american survey was done by i believe it was the american archive of sex don't quote me on that i'll have to double check but i'm pretty sure it was them and they did a survey of sexual partners and according to their study both men and women think that seven sexual partners in a lifetime is ideal, 10 is acceptable, but anything 15 and above are a deal breaker. It also said that anything below 1.5 sexual partners is also a no-go deal breaker. So basically that means if you've slept with more than 15 people, you're a slut and nobody wants you, or if you've slept with less than 1.5 people, you're a virgin and nobody wants you. 
So like, just to make this like even clearer for people to follow, because I know I'm throwing out a lot of numbers. So like, okay, seven sexual partners, green, 10, orange, 15, red. I like to think of myself as more of like a burnt orange color. It's almost red, but not quite. Now, personally, I found these numbers, you know, a bit harsh. Like, really? Seven? Ideal? So, like, think about that. That's seven partners in, like, a lifetime. And, like, let, let's, let's be generous. Let's say a 16-year sexual activity window. That, that breaks down at 0 0.4 sexual partners a year that is that is one sexual partner every two and a half three years like are you kidding me so like going by those standards if you sleep with more than one person a year you're a slut i like just to remind you this is men and women think this. So like boys who think, oh, it's fine, I'll, I'll, you know, women don't care. We do, apparently. Apparently we care just as much as you do. So if you're gonna sit there and like judge a woman's number, guess what? She's thinking the exact same thing about you. Yeah, how's that feel? Okay, so like those are the numbers we do like and the numbers we don't like. So let's talk about the numbers we actually have. So the average number of sexual partners a person in the US has is 7.2. In the UK and Ireland, it's seven. And interestingly enough, Italy is 5.4. Italy really surprised me at like 5.4. Mostly because, like, Italians are really sexy. Like, why aren't we having sex with more Italians? Probably because, you know, they're a really Catholic country and, you know, don't believe in sex and before marriage. But Ireland is a Catholic country and we're at seven. Like, why would you pick a pasty Irish person over a really hot Italian? I don't know. Now, I found this all very interesting, but... I think what I found the most interesting was there didn't seem to be any sort of divide between what a woman thought and what a man thought an ideal number of sexual partners should be and what an unacceptable number of sexual partners is. Like, it, it was the same numbers. Because, like, the usual school of thought on this is you know women lower their number to sound more desirable and men inflate their number to sound more desirable which i think like women we got it right like yeah you you lower that number to sound better but dudes this is like your inside scoop you should actually start lowering your number to sound more desirable too just always say seven because that's that's ideal remember that's green Seven is green, so like, like you know that phrase a lot of men use, like, oh, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. 
Well, apparently a lot of women think you can't turn a fuckboy into a fiancé either, so I guess we're even. I mean, not that I think either of those statements are true, but apparently the wider world does. When I started my research on this, I was one of those people that was like, okay, 100 is like a high number, but like, it depends on the person. And now after like looking everything up and like crunching the numbers, I'm like, no, 100 people, like that's not a lot. That's not a high number. I don't even think you can really have a high number. Like if someone now told me, oh, hey, yeah, I've slept with 100 people. I'd be like, well, actually on average, that's not a lot of people. It's like, it's like seven a year. No, like I'm cool with that. I'm also kind of amazed at how, like, stingy we are. Like, we don't leave a lot of room for error. It's like, seven's ideal, ten is mm, fifteen, no. Like, that's tight. That's what she said. I'm sorry, I had to. Like, I really feel we have to stop using numbers as, like, a gauge for anything. Like, why are you making me do this much math? And, like, that's just sexual partners. Like, what about sexual experiences? Like, how much more math do I have to do? Do I have to add, like, my sexual experiences together? Like, do two sexual experiences equal, like, one sexual partner that I have to add on to my, like, full-on sexual partners? Or is it, like, separate numbers? Like, do I need a calculator? Or like uh, some sort of sex accountant. Like will we get to the stage where you have to fill out some like yearly form like taxes. Like what's a blowjob? Is that like value added tax that I have to like tick on? Or, or is that like a deductible? Like these are my questions right now. If only like X amount of lovers made me climax in that like sexual year. Do I get some form of like sex tax back or like, you know, a discount on a vibrator? Like what, like what would be the system in sex taxes? Like who do I file my cum form with, you know, Ann Summers or Love Honey? Like, you know, we need a system if we're going to be this, this obsessed with numbers. So like, I want to know what you think. Like, is 100 people a lot of sexual partners? Do you even care about sexual partners? Is that something that should even really come up in a relationship? Or is that like in the past and the past is the past and it's like none of your business? Like, do you think sex taxes should be a thing? Like, am I onto something? Like, we can call it the IR sex. Like... Like, come on, that's pretty good. Like, I just saw that. Like, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty good. You know, like the IRS in America, IR sex. Okay, fuck you, my joke is funny, all right? I don't need to, like, explain. No, do you know what? I'm just moving on. I'm just moving on. So, thank you all very much for listening to this episode of Cherry Points, the podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope you all found it very informative. And I can't wait to hear your opinion and like what you think about numbers and like sexual partners and what we apparently think the ideal number is, air quotes. 
Just a reminder that this podcast is available on here, on YouTube and on all my other social media. So you can find all my links on my link tree, on my Instagram. And uh, once again, thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you're all staying safe and I hope you're all staying healthy. Love you.